You are listening to Lady Talk Radio for the woman who wants to live fully alive and wear her ambition on her sleeve. I'm your host, guide and creative entrepreneur, Stacey Ray. Join me each week with special guests as we dive in one radically honest conversation at a time. I believe ambition is not a dirty word. This is about self-mastery. I decided today I wanted to take the power back. back. Remain in love with life, knowing that despite challenges, there are always solutions. What would happen if we were all brave enough to believe in our own ability? What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. I'm hyperventilating a little bit. If I fall over, pick me up because I've got some things to say. This is about, this is about self, self, mass, mastery. I'm enough, and I'm worthy of love and belonging and joy. Let us work at it together, starting now. Hey, welcome back to the show. And if this is your first time tuning in, a welcome to you. I am so excited that we get to kick it today. I've got a great conversation to share with you. You know when you just meet those people who they just put it all on the table, there's no bullshit, they're totally and so truly and authentically themselves. And I mean authentically, like I know that's become a bit of a buzz term, but I mean that in the truest sense of the word. This guest today was one of those people and is one of those people for me. And we got to jam, we went really deep, gave some cool real life examples of triggers and how we can actually use those for more expansion really being ourselves and what is available for us as women at this time in the world and how to actually generate a business, a life from our truest expression and actually speaking up and truly allowing people in on our stories. Our guest today, Philippa Warange, is a leading wealth and freedom coach. She's a mom of six, hello, an adventure seeker and traveler. And Philippa helps women create a life of freedom online and have a load of fun while doing so. She is a powerful voice standing for people creating the life they want and doing what it takes to create it and actually showing people that regardless of your past, you can create a life that you love. And she does this with zero fluff and zero bullshit, which you know that your girl appreciates. So she had to come on the show an obvious Lady Talk Radio conversation right here. So of course, if this lands for you, share this with a girlfriend, be that friend that hooks people up with the goods and leave a review on iTunes. It totally helps get these combos out to more women like you. So no more of this intro, like we just got to jump right into it. All right. All right. Let's do this. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio, Philippa. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thanks for saying yes and coming and hanging out with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I have been witnessing your journey through Facebook just over, I I think it's fair to say over the past six months to a year. Um, We kind of got connected Mm -hmm. through other circles. And then um, I love that about the internet, right? We just get to see each other's journey and see each other's progress. And I'm so excited to, to learn more about what's going on in your world these days. Why don't you give us a little look behind the scenes? What is happening in your world these days? What are you up to? Um, these days, what I'm up to is a lot of travel. Um, and actually in the past three weeks, I've been traveling either with the family or on my own for, um, business events. And what I feel, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, what I feel like, um, 
the rest of the year gets to be like is I get to be hijan bum up at home in my office, uh, which is kind of weird to say because traveling all over the world has always been one of my um, biggest aspirations. And I did that all of last year and then for um, this year so far. But yeah, I feel like um, I get to knuckle down into work and into business and really focusing on um, creating the empire that I want to create. And I really, really feel like that gets to be done this year. So that's what I'm focusing on right now is all of the business stuff and then integrating that with family life as well. So I have a partner. We've been together for almost two years now and our relationship has been one of those ones where um, pretty much from our first day, I was like, yeah, this this is the one. I'm all in on this and that's kind of how I am when I know I know and I just jump all in. So we have five children together. Mm-hmm. Um, he has three and I have two um, and we come together so now we have five so that's been a bit of an integration as well with that in um, juggling mum life with a lot of kids <laughs> along with along with um, creating uh, a super awesome business and trying to do all the things um, yeah so that's me right now at this moment and kind of where I feel like I'm heading for the rest of this year so cool. And I love the evidence of being the mom life with five kids, running a business, building a business, mm-hmm. building an empire, you know, like I th- I know a lot of women who listen in on this show are in the conversation of like, can I do it all? Can I actually mm-hmm. have kids and manage a business? So thanks for speaking to that. I'm really excited to pull that apart a little bit more too. Um, yeah. Obviously, life wasn't always like this. So give us a little look behind the scenes. Like what what was this like for you, even just in the progression over the past, let's say, a few years? Um, what were some pivotal moments, moments in that journey? Like where did you come from and how did you get here? Uh, yeah, there is. there have been a lot of pivotal moments. Um, and life is definitely not like this. Uh it was really interesting yesterday afternoon uh, my partner and I were at the beach with um, three of the children <laughs> uh, and the, the two older boys were having surf lessons and you know, my partner and I were with my three-year-old playing around in the beach and stuff and I looked around and I was like oh my god life is fucking amazing mm, and yes. my family is amazing and this is what I've created this is what I've called in and life was definitely not like this. Um, and I was having conversations over the weekend with other entrepreneurs about how I'm not angry anymore, right? I was on a flight um, back home to New Zealand on Tuesday, uh, so just the other day. And I asked her, I was like, what, what do you feel like has changed about me since you've known me? Which has been, you know, about a year, two years. She's like, well, you're definitely not angry anymore. And a lot of the posts in my business, they were coming from a place of anger because I was so angry. I was angry at so many, um, so many things in my life and and how life was, was, um, how I was experiencing life, how I was experiencing business. And yeah, I'm like really not angry anymore. And I feel so much softer and more grounded within myself. And it has been it's been like a struggle and I'm starting to tear up now just thinking about it um where so I've lost a son I had a another son who passed away um, in December 2017 um and he had nearly drowned in December 2015 and had um 
severe brain damage. So the doctors many, many times over those couple of years um, after his accident had told me that he was going to pass away. It's like, get ready, he's going to pass away. Like, and they were very adamant about it. And I just never believed him until like he did. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm. And I was angry about a lot of things in terms of that, in terms of the medical system, the doctors and the nurses and being told what to do. And um, and life with like my ex-husband and like so much stuff that was coming up for me around that as well. Uh, and I just like, I was pushing so hard. So pushing so hard in my business and in my life, really trying to make it work, but not actually seeing how it was going to happen. And I think the biggest thing for me um, is that I kept holding on to the vision, the vision of how I wanted my life to be like. And so what was true for me in, in those moments over those maybe like three, four years um was the anger and the struggle and the feast and famine cycle so bloody much there was so many times where I didn't have any money couldn't pay the rent I was like trying to get extensions on everything on like all of the bills um and still trying to build a business still trying to um attract clients into my business when mine really sucked <laughs> and I was like how am I how am I going to do this how is this going to work out um and I think one of the biggest blessings which I used to feel a lot of guilt um, around before but with my son passing away his name was Eli with him passing away is when I felt like oh I can drop this anger now mm -hmm. um, and I could just be because there was so much survival happening with all of that and I was like oh okay I can just be now I can just be me um so yeah those are just some of my uh struggles and the things that I was going through in that time and life is so much different now mm. oh yeah. gosh sister thanks for sharing that part of the journey too because mm. it's so powerful to hear where people what people move through and like part of the journey and like losing a son I can't imagine you know the the many different aspects that you moved through in that and um and just being with that whole experience so thanks for speaking mm. to that um, yeah, I, I think, uh, I just, I always get so much listening to people in sharing those things because so many of us are not sharing them. There's so many women who kind of struggle in silence, right? And that's so much of what we are mm -hmm. about on the show is like just speaking up, starting those conversations, like being witnessed, being heard, using your voice. Um, so thanks for, thanks for sharing that too. Cause it's really such a beautiful example of that. Um, yeah. I loved that you, a couple of things that you, that you spoke to in there. I was like, wow, I, I feel like we could probably spend the entire time talking about those things, but um, <laughs> the feast and famine is something that we've heard a lot in, in our community. And a lot of the women who have, you know, gone into business or started doing things and kind of speaking to some of those patterns that you just spoke to there, like kind of being in that cycle, what would you say were some of the parts that really supported you? Like when you really started clicking things together and shifting into a new energy, a new experience of your business and your life and yourself, what were some of the key things that worked for you um having trust and really surrendering surrendering to surrendering to myself and um living every day knowing 
that I'm supported no matter what. And so even in those feast and famine times, knowing that this isn't the end of the world, knowing that I'm not going to die, knowing that money is going to come in once I allow it to come in. And when I'm not doing the push thing and the, um, the trying to make it happen thing and just allowing for everything to come to me because we are fully supported in all ways all the time. And there have been a lot of times um, when I had forgotten that and I had forgotten to surrender and I'd forgotten to trust. And then I always found that whenever I, I clicked, I was like, oh, wait, I've been living in this, you know, this push mode um for the past month or week or however long it is I'm like okay now I just get to surrender now I just get to trust and something that I used to um used to always do which I'd forgotten about is when I didn't have the money to pay for the bills and pay for the things maybe I'll have like 50 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever I would go to church and I would tithe all of that money and I'll be like, okay, I'm surrendering. Here's the rest of my money. <laughs> Here's everything wow. that I have. Yeah. And every single time I would get it back, like I would get it back tenfold, right? Every single time I'd get clients come through and they're painful. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good. But I was like, shit scared. I'm like giving the rest of my money away. And I'm like, okay, I just have to trust and surrender that it's, it's going to, it gets to come back to me. Um, so yeah, that there's always been the biggest thing for me is to 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 trust and to surrender it all and to surrender my ego, <laughs> um, to surrender who I think that I am and and just be and just allow for allow for myself to be supported. Oh, so good. I love that you spoke to that surrender piece. That is so huge for me. And like, what mm. isn't that the truth, right? When we're holding it and like trying to not like, ah, oh, but I only have this amount of money or I only have this amount of things or this, this stuff mm -hmm. and like holding it is just like totally blocks the flow. Um, the work that you do now, tell us a little bit about that. Cause I know that you teach women about wealth and empowerment and freedom mm -hmm. and all this kind of juicy stuff. How does this kind of tie into your work too? Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I teach people, teach women how to create more from a financial point of view, from an abundance point of view, and all of that comes back to who you're being within yourself. So, women that are in business that are trying to do all of the things, trying to tick all the boxes, trying to fit into the boxes, um, do all of the strategies and things. I used to do that a lot in my business. So. Uh, in my business before the current one, I used to teach Facebook ads. I used to teach strategy. I used to teach people how to sell high ticket programs um, and how to sell coaching. But from like a marketing perspective, like do this thing, do this thing, do this thing. Um, and what I found for myself is that I would make money, but then it would disappear. Or I would um, like not trust myself or I'd be too scared to say what I really wanted to say. And there were times in that mo in that like period of, of business for me where I wanted to really, really, really speak my truth. I wanted to really, um, like I wanted to rant. I wanted to tell people how it is. I wanted to share vulnerable things about me. I wanted to write about sex. I wanted to write about the juiciness of all of that. And I put myself in a box and I was like, no, because I teach Facebook ads, I can't talk about all of these other things that I wanted to talk about which meant I couldn't be me and 
the biggest turning point for me was um, to realize and be with who I am and that I just get to make money for being me. No matter what it is that I'm selling, no matter what it is that I'm doing, like I could be selling drink bottles, but still be me. Like I'm, it's okay for me to speak my truth. It's okay to, for me to talk about whatever it is that I want to talk about, even if it's relevant to bloody selling drink bottles or not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's where I come from when I'm um, like teaching and coaching and mentoring women is that you get to speak your truth first and foremost. And by doing that, you're allowing yourself to feel like, um, to feel like you can do this. Because I think it's when we um, constrict ourselves and when we tell ourselves, no, I can't do this because that's not who I am or I can't do this because these are the rules that I have to follow. Um, is when we just block that flow, right? We block the flow of money coming through. We block the, the flow of clients coming through. Um, we don't connect with other people that well because we're trying to, you know, tick the boxes for all of the things that we're following and do these to-do lists and things. So when you're able to fully just stand up and saying, this is what I want to talk about, so I'm going to do it. And I'm going to be myself in all of this and I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to be raw and I'm going to be vulgar if you want to be vulgar, like whatever it is that's coming up for you because we're humans. And especially as women, like we're emotional and that's okay. We're, we can be emotional in business if we want to. If we're having, you know, an emotional day and you, you want to do a live stream, do a live stream and cry. Do a live stream and scream and shout if that's what you, you know, that's what you're going through in that moment. Um so it's about creating that connection with others because you'll find that when you're allowing yourself to fully, fully be yourself in your, in your rawness and in your vulnerability and being unapologetically you, you're going to make more money. You're going to make a fuck ton more money. And that's been like one of the biggest things as, as well for me is that I get to make money for being me and that's it. That's what I do. I make money for being me. Oh, I love that so much. Thanks for speaking to the feminine part too, because like, like obviously men and women, we all have emotions. We all have a full range of the human experience, but as women, like I am such a stand for women getting to be all of who they are and like stop the whole, like mm -hmm. these emotions are bad or wrong, or I shouldn't feel this way. And kind of having to show up like all the time, the same in that box is so like, it's so constricting to who we are. And like, there's so many facets to us that I know for me, mm -hmm. I am so attracted to people who you can feel are being themselves and who are sharing like the tough stuff and the funny stuff and yeah. the quirky stuff. And like, it just feels more full and more real. And um, mm -hmm. I think, you know, for me, I definitely relate to like, um, putting myself in a box for so many years, there were so in different boxes, I would kind of like outgrow a certain box and then get into a new box, <laughs> you know, and, and that just, it, I was, I was always on the hunt for the better box because I felt unfulfilled in the box I was living in and, mm -hmm. and operating from. And, um, it's been just in this year that I've really started to see just even the, the bigger box I'd put myself in. And, 
um, it's so freeing when we get that. So I'm just so mm-hmm. excited that you're teaching this to people because it's so needed and it's time. I feel like we live in a time where we can be all of who we are and make money and do what we want to do and, and, and like we live in such a, a stunning yeah. time in the world. So um, it's time for us to to release those stories and those rule books and those boxes and just blow all of it up, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Because there's no shame in being who you are. And I think that's the thing that stops women from being who all they are, because there's been so much shame put on us, you know, in the past and a little bit now as well, that if you're emotional, if you have your period, if you're this, that and the other thing, then it's shame and you shouldn't do that. You should act this way and be this way and do this thing. Um, Yeah, so we get to release that shame and know that it's, you know, it's not ours and just be really, um, really loving on ourselves, right? Mm. Loving on who we are and that it's okay. And once, like, once you really start to dig into that, you will find that everyone out there, every single human out there wants to be more of themselves. They want Mm -hmm. to drop the shame. So if you do that yourself and you go first in that, you're just showing others who who are following you, who are listening to your message, um, and you're giving them permission to to do the same as well, which makes for a so, you know, much more beautiful world that we get to live in. Yeah. Being willing to go first, right? The invitation mm-hmm. for us as people that really get the, like, if you're getting the, the nudge, you know, I, my experience is so funny. Um, I've had this conversation with quite a few women recently. Like, we get the nudge of like, oh, I see something or I see a possibility or there's a conversation like you spoke to. I really want to rant. I want to like speak to these things. But then when we silence ourselves or we don't take that action, it's like it almost becomes painful, because we are not, we're not actually honoring that part of ourselves. And um, there's almost like a, like, you can't unsee it. Like once you have this experience of like, oh, I really want to show up this way in the world, or this is who I am in the world. And I'm not allowing myself Mm. to do that. It's like, that takes up a lot of energy and a lot of space in our lives, the things that we're not saying and the things that we're not allowing ourselves to be or do. um, Because that's your soul expression, right? That's who you are. And so it, it, it almost takes more energy to not do the thing than it does to just like really step forward into that Mm -hmm. and and release that shame, like you said, and allow yourself to be seen and, and see yourself. So, um, that was definitely my story for sure. It was like so much energy being Mm. spent holding so much energy in versus just stepping forward into it. Um, so yeah. So (laughs) I was at, um, at an event over, over the weekend with like a thousand people there. And I found myself usually at events, I, I'm able to switch into like high vibe extrovert mode and able to talk to people and like, you know, be in a joyful space. And I found myself the opposite of that in that weekend. And I found myself getting triggered and annoyed and pissed off and angry and going through all these things. I'm like, what the fuck is happening with me here? And I realized, oh, all of these people that are here, all of the people that I'm getting annoyed by and getting triggered by, and some of the speakers as well as getting triggered by, where I was like, oh, I don't want to listen to you. I'm going to walk out. Um, I realized that, like, on a much deeper level, because I've always known this, but it's like really hit me and really landed for me this weekend that we're all just extensions of each other. Right? We're all just like, we're all mirrors of each other. We're all one another. And everyone that I was getting pissed off at and triggered by was just like different versions of me that I was trying to avoid or not accepting about myself or 
you know, things that I get, got to work through over that weekend, I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks for the lesson. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yep. Yep. Right. Oh, yep. oh man. Isn't that like the, the beautiful learning of a lifetime too, right? It's like all these people that trigger us or these things that happen mm. where we're like, oh man, I don't want to be with that part of myself. I so, so thank you for speaking to that. Cause it's yeah. like, isn't it so, um, we're so conditioned to just be like, oh no, it's that person or, oh no, it's no, that, that person, I just don't like their style or I don't like mm-hmm. something about them. Right. And it's like beautiful. What a place for us to just take, take, be curious, right. Take a look for ourselves. Like, yeah. That's yeah. So huge. And just say, okay, why, why am I getting triggered? Like what, what is actually triggering me about this person right now? And it's like their looks. And I'm like, oh, okay. I get why I'm judging their looks right now because, you know, of things in the past where I thought that people that you know that looked a certain way were not as intelligent and then they start speaking and I'm like holy fuck this woman is amazing and like okay that's something that I get to to work on or you know conversations that I was having with people and I'm like oh I don't want to talk to you um and then going away and thinking okay why did I actually not want to talk to that person what is it that that I was trying to avoid and trying to not see for myself so yeah it's very interesting once you um open yourself up to all of this Mm. yeah like it's almost like once we we allow ourselves to see life as that invitation you know like it's not just Mm. random things happening these are this is all an opportunity all an invitation and um, something I've been really exploring lately is like, it's all an invitation to love more, you know, it's all an invitation to yeah. be, be with life, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, it's so cool when we can see through that lens, right. Of like, what am I seeing here? Like what is in this allow, like triggering me? What is the information here for me? Um, it just, life becomes such a more powerful experience. I've noticed um, when we start to really embrace that. Because uh, it's not there to hurt us, you know. It's there to actually like allow us to expand and, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 so powerful. I love, I love what you said too about like even just the energy you were experiencing at the event. You know, I know um, for me in the past, like there was this whole idea of I think we we said this already, like needing to always show up kind of a certain way and like you know, and then, mm-hmm. you know, when we go through different phases and different experiences as women, like the reality is, it's like, as a human, we're not going to feel the same 100% of the time. And I used to make myself feel really wrong for that. So if I'd gone to an event, and maybe, you know, I was like really low energy that day, or really feeling like kind of just whatever, um, and make myself wrong versus like being in that state, and then just seeing what's there in that for me, because sometimes there's gold and just showing up exactly as you are, like there, there often is exactly how you're showing up is perfect. Um, and just access yeah. to what's what the learning is there. So thanks for speaking to that too, because I think sometimes we can like yeah. want to fake it or want to push it or want to like oh just put on this mask versus like cool what's here for me in this just mm-hmm. being real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's trying to hide away and not be seen fully as you are because we think mm-hmm. if we're seen as we are, we're going to be judged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially in like leaders, I notice we can get so in our heads about like, oh, but I'm a leader, I should have like, I should know this stuff, like, or I should have this handled or or whatever versus like, great, and you're human. <laughs> and, and <Yeah>. you're human, <laughs> period. <laughs> yeah. So cool. What are you most excited about uh, in terms of like, what's shifting in the world right now for women? Um, I'm most excited about women really 
stepping into their power and really owning who they are as women. Um, and what's really cool is how we are all coming together and a lot of the competition is being dropped and there's so much more support now. Women who are going Yeah, that we're so much more supported now than we were and I think that's only going to increase and the love that is happening in the world with so many more women stepping up as leaders, so many more women going first and sharing who they are raw and vulnerable and unapologetic and showing other women who who haven't stepped into that space yet or who are just coming up um you know from children into into women showing them that they get to be fully who they are and something that I'm really loving and in the beginning I was like well this is kind of superficial but something that I'm really loving that I'm seeing with some of the younger uh, generation now is how they um, how they are seeing themselves and what I can see with some of the younger generation of, of, of women so like girls that are in high school or just stepping into high school is how how much they are loving on themselves how much more confident they are in 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 themselves as females as women as beautiful beings and when I look back to when I was at that age, it was totally different. And I remember being at school and having to wear, not having to, but choosing to wear um, baggy shorts and baggy t-shirts and um, dressing like boys, because if you dress like a girl and you wore skirts and things, um, you would be judged and you'd be seen as slutty. But I see so many girls now at, at high school that are wearing the skirts and that are um, loving on their bodies and I think that's really beautiful mm, that that, cool. that that is happening and that they're really owning um they're really owning their feminine at a lot at a you know earlier age than than what I was experiencing when I was at high school so that's really awesome as well and it just goes to show that even though um even though there's the you know the thing about the Instagram models and people are comparing themselves to, to the Instagram models in a in a bad way there is it's still um, helpful, I feel, for the Instagram models to be there because it's showing women or showing these girls, these younger girls, that they get to express themselves however they want. Hmm. And I love that part of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because I used to wear a lot of skirts in high school and I totally was bullied. I think they used to call us the mm -hmm. Spice Girls, you know, and there was a lot of like shame yes. wrapped up in that that I had to unwind. And uh, I really appreciate that perspective about like women's expression because the truth is, is mm. we do get to express ourselves any way that we want and it's time for us to really embrace that. And um, yeah, I can really appreciate that. I didn't I didn't really have that awareness around like the, the high school generation. So that's really cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. It's definitely a time in, in history where women are starting to really, um, you know, like just give less fucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and, totally. <laughs> and just step forward with like, this is, this is, this is how it is. Right. And it's been a huge couple mm -hmm. years, you know, just in what I can see through social media and just more women just collectively starting to, um, step forward and, and really choose and, um, use their voice and, 
um, just say no more and all this kind of stuff. So it's a really cool time to be alive. And I think as a coach too, like, like leading women and empowering women, are you noticing like just in the women that you're attracting and that you're working with that more women are willing to keep going into that fire and like keep going forward into, you know, sometimes this work can be really intense. It can be confronting or it can be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you noticing in terms of like the women that you're working with that women are really stepping forward? Um, a lot of the women that I work with are um, older than me. So what I'm noticing is, is it's still a bit of a struggle for them to let go who they think they are mm-hmm. to let yeah. go of all of their conditioning and, you know, from their time and growing up and the things that they've experienced. And um, which is why I'm so strong and powerful in my message, like in my, in my marketing and in my in speaking my truth and getting my message out. I'm very like, this is, <laughs> this is my message and like it or not, this is what it is. Um, because a lot of these women, they need a shake up. They need to, they need to see that the way that they've been being for you know the rest for their lives up until now isn't who they really truly are. Because they've been hiding in that box, or they've been jumping from box to box, um, trying to follow all the rules. And then, so when we get to working together, and we start to pull some of those layers away and really dive into who they are at their core, who they are at their core are really fun women who love to play, who love to express themselves. Um, (laughs) What was really funny, I'm going to tell this quick story. So um, one of my clients uh, is a a 63-year-old grandma. Wow. Um, Yeah. And uh, so I was helping her with um, like writing Facebook ads and like really just diving into like, what is her story? What does she want to get up? And so there she got so many leads from her Facebook ads. And I saw her at the event on the weekend um, and we had like this, we had this party which was uh, come as your fully expressed self. And I came in like a bodysuit. You could see my bum. It was kind of like, you know, G-string, uh, like a cheeky kind of cut at the bottom with uh thigh high boots um and like I looked really hot <laughs> and um I, I saw um the, that lady the next day afterwards and she was talking she comes up to me she's like oh you're a fucking hot woman if I was a lesbian I'd be rooting you right on the spot <laughs> <laughs> and this was like 63 year old lady I'm like oh well, if you're a lesbian and maybe 30 years younger, that is. <laughs> <laughs> but that was her, like, just being comfortable to fully yeah. express herself. And especially with me, because she knows that um, that I can take it because I fully express myself. Um, so that was really cool to, to notice and to experience with her and to see, like, her cheeky side, because she's a cheeky, <laughs> a cheeky old lady she is. Um, and it's just, it's playful, right? And we get to be that playful person. We don't have to be, you know, all uh, pristine and perfect and not say, you know, not say anything wrong or have it here out of place. Like we can be whoever we want and unfiltered and, and I love it. And I love that, um, that I get to bring uh, that side of these women up 
and that they get to express themselves and feel safe in, in their in their expression as well. Like she knew I wasn't going to get offended by it. <laughs> I love her. And we might need a photo of you in that outfit for the show notes. I mean, we might. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, this is so cool because like, I know a lot of women that listen to this show, we've had a couple episodes that were super popular, like specifically around like finding your voice and like saying the thing and like putting your story out in the world mm-hmm. and these kinds of things. And I know that you have like this marketing experience and everything as well. And like really speaking to this whole idea of like just showing up and being ourselves. What would you say for the women who are listening in who are really wanting to maybe they've already started their business or maybe they haven't and they're really wanting to just start sharing their voice in the world and like what they see with people. And maybe it is just those quirky fun moments of like, hey, I really love this or like just expressing themselves in those moments. Um, but just specifically to even like marketing, what would you invite the women to do who are kind of feeling like they're in the box a little bit and they want to bust out of the box and just start really just being, being fully expressed. And maybe there's some fears there or whatnot. Yeah. What would you say to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I shared this, um, in the talk that I did over the weekend. Um, so, so one of the very first things that I get people to do when they when they work with me and I can see that they're not speaking their truth and they're scared about it is um something that I took from Eminem on eight mile so do you remember did you watch eight mile I I remember it I haven't seen it in years but yeah I remember yeah so in the the very last um rap battle with Eminem and then his rap battle partner at that moment um whose real name is Clarence (laughs) <laughs> um Eminem uh started his started his rap and he um he just laid all of his shit out there right everything that his rap battle partner could have against him he said it first and yeah he was just telling all of his shit all of the you know bad things about him that you know all of his fuck-ups and his muck-ups and all of that stuff and his you know Clarence his, his rap battle partner didn't have anything to come back at him with he didn't have anything to say to him now because Eminem had already said it all. And so what we get to do is say all of the things that we think are fucked up about ourselves, all of the things that we are hiding, that we're scared of people finding out, because those are the things that hold us back from fully being seen, right? I remember, um, so another little story about me is that my, um, my dad growing up, right up until I was about 21 he sold dope right he sold marijuana and that's how he made money for our family um and I was always scared of being seen I was scared of getting in trouble because if I got in trouble the police might come over and then I'll you know my dad will go to jail um I was scared of being seen I was scared of speaking speaking out being noticed because then oh what if people find this thing out about you know about me about my dad and then my dad goes to jail so I was like really scared about that um and even when I was an adult and started my business and I was like okay there are people in my hometown that know me that know my dad and if I started um you know if I started getting famous in my business if I started getting successful what if these people like write on my story about about that right what if they write on my on my um on my posts that you know things about me that I didn't want the world to know and then I was trying to hide and keep like separate from who I was. So I just started telling it all. And the one about my dad, I, I caught him and I was like, dad, can I tell the story about this, this and selling dope and all that? And he was, he was cool with it because he, he was done with it. He was fine. Um, so I told that story and it was like releasing that 
that layer of shame because if people found that out, I would be like, oh, no, I'm going to die. <laughs> and so I started releasing every single um, thing that I felt shame about, that I felt like I had been hiding from people because I didn't want them to come to me first and be like, hey, remember this and remember that and then tell the whole world about it. <laughs> um, so I started telling it first. And when you start telling, you know, your shit first and the things that you're hiding from people first, you will notice that no one has any ammo for you anymore. And if there are people, and most times it doesn't happen, but we just feel like it might happen. If there are people that try and, you know, bring you down by telling things about you, you didn't want people to know, it doesn't matter anymore because you've already told everyone right and so that ties into the marketing stuff as well so one it releases that shame and it releases that guilt and that embarrassment about the things that you've been hiding there was one where I was like I couldn't pay the rent and I was nearly kicked out of my house like a few years ago and I told the story I was like I don't have money for the rent um because I was ashamed about it and so yeah it releases that shame but then it also connects to others and others fuel your vulnerability and when they feel your vulnerability they resonate with you even more right I had so many people come up to me and be like oh that story you told about this thing I feel that true thank you so much for telling that story you know brought up so many things for me released so many things for me how do I work with you right so then I started making money of telling these stories I'm like oh shit what else have I been hiding? What else have I been shamed, been shamed about? Because now I can make money off it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that you said that. There's um, there's this gentleman, Javon Langford. He's a he's a coach, and he always says like, I I pay my bills with vulnerability <laughs> because like mm -hmm. people want to connect with you, and like you being yeah. a real human being is going to be so much more easy to connect with. People are going to want to buy yeah. from you, right? So yeah, I love that you said that. I had to quote him because it's hilarious. Yeah. Every time I hear him say it, I'm like. So true. <laughs> so true. Yeah, it's definitely the best marketing tool that you have is sharing your shit. All the things that you think are fucked up about you, share them and you're going to make money. <laughs> you're going to grow your following, grow your audience, and people are going to want to work with you because they feel like, oh, okay, she, you know, has experienced this thing. Maybe she can help me with this thing, right? And then they come to work with you. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for speaking to that. And thanks for being willing to go first. Cause I know that that can, you know, hitting that post button, what would you say for the women that are like, yeah, but I don't really want those things to be associated with my, my work or like, are you sure? Like are clients really going to want to work with me if I do this? Like, I know, I know that I'm going to get some questions like that from this one. So maybe speak to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, from my experience, from myself and from everyone that I've worked with, yes, you're going to get clients from it. Um, just close your eyes and press the post button. What I used to do, like if I was really scared about something, I would post it um, at night before I go to sleep. So I'd post it, turn my phone off, maybe play meditation if I'm really freaking out about it and go to sleep. And then you wake up in the morning and you will see, right? You will see that there are so many people that, um, you know, that are only going to love on you for sharing that. And I always found that there was no one, um, no one really that ever had anything bad to say about whenever I shared anything, even if I thought, oh shit, people are really going to hate me for this. There wasn't really that many people that 
did hate me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was definitely a few people, but then I found, oh, these are people that I didn't really like anyway. These are people that are not living in their truth. And the thing is, and this is something else that I shared on the weekend when I was speaking, um, everyone is fucked up, right? Everyone is fucked up. So whatever stories you're telling, there's probably people in your, you know, in your friends list and your uh, likes list that are more fucked up than, than your story, right? They probably have way worse stories than you to tell. Um, so that was something that I always felt comfort in knowing that everyone is fucked up. So if someone's trying to have a go at me about my thing, I'm like, well, honey, yeah, let's just have a look in your closet and see what's in there. (laughs) Right? Like we're all, we all got our, it's so funny, hey, how we can feel like it's just us. And I think that that's the big thing Mm -hmm. that has been helpful for me is like, it's you you we we can get so hyper focused on the story or the shame or the experience and the oh like what are people going to think about me 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 but like other people are going to be like oh me too and other people are going to be like oh god like i totally get that and you know like so that we're kind of overlooking the connection piece and how many other people can relate to you you know so yeah. oh god yeah like when i first came forward yeah. and started talking about the fact that you know, I was addicted to drugs or that I was in sex work. I had so many people reach out to me and say like, oh my God, like me too. And like, I had no idea. And how do you Mm -hmm. talk about that? And all of these things, right? It just creates such a, such a wind tunnel. So I love that you're speaking to that. Yeah. 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 So good. What would you leave us with if we were to, you know, kind of wrap this up in a bow and you were just to, let me actually ask it this way. If you could if you could offer the women of the world one thought or belief, one thing, idea for them, mm-hmm. what would it be and why? Um, it would be true. Okay. This, I don't know if this is a thought or a belief, but it's a thing that I do <laughs> to really just work through all of the things um, is to journal. So something that I do every single morning especially if shit's coming up for me especially if there's something that I want to shift or transform especially if there's something that I want to create which is all the time um is to journal and journaling is just the practice of writing your reality and really calling in what it is that you want to create and also shifting what the truth may be Right. So if the truth for you right now and like everything that we feel is is true and, and you know you don't have to feel shame for it, but if the truth for you right now is that you're scared of speaking your truth, right? You're scared of showing up, you're scared of being seen because what if this and what if that, what if this? If that is the truth for you right now, what would you rather be the truth, right? If you could choose, if you could click your finger and choose for something else to be the truth, what would you choose? right? Would you choose to be more confident in yourself? Would you choose to stand for what you believe in? Would you choose to be that powerful leader? Would you choose to go first and start journaling around that? I now choose to go first. I now choose to speak my truth. I now choose to be the woman that I, you know, that I've been called to be, the woman that God made me to be. I choose to lead other women into speaking their truth and being powerful leaders as well I choose to make a lot of money for being myself and once you go through all of that in your journey you'll start feeling yourself shift right you might just shift a little bit which is why you do it each day but then you'll feel it okay now I really choose it like you can really feel it within yourself 
Um, so yeah, that's probably the biggest thing that I would um, give as a takeaway to go and get a journal if you don't have one yet is some it came up like $5 and also a really nice pen. Um, mm-hmm. You can't see it. <laughs> a nice pen because when you are journaling with a, with a nice pen that writes really, really well and you know it looks good when you're writing, it just feels so much more prestige right and it's nice to feel prestige it's nice to feel luxurious as well so it's something that I always invest in is like a a, you know a nice journal that that I really love whenever I buy one I I really feel it out as if I was feeling out like for for a crystal or for a card or something I'm like okay this is this is the one this is the one for me right now um and also pen because then when you're writing out your reality you're writing out what you want to create it gets to be done in a way that feels good to you. Mm, yeah, thank you for that. I, I too share in the luxurious <laughs> delight. Uh, mm-hmm. It's such a symbol too, right? And like an energetic shift of like, ah, uh, yes, yeah, so good, so good. Yeah. What is your favorite way for people to reach out to you? We're going to put all the contact deets for Philippa in the uh, show notes. So you can reach out to her, say hi to her, go follow her posts, go get in her world. What is your favorite way for people to do that? Um, My favorite way, my favorite way right now, and it changes all the time, which is why I'm saying right now, is on Instagram. I'm really loving Instagram. I haven't really uh, done a lot with it, but I'm loving it so much right now, a little bit more than uh, Facebook Messenger. So if you send me a DM on Instagram, that would be the best way. Um, And my Instagram is Philly Weedangi, which I'm sure you can type out because it's probably a bit hard to spell. <laughs> yeah, we will. We totally will. It'll be below in this episode in the show notes. You are like the tenth person to say that they prefer Instagram at the moment, so I, it's a thing. We're all in, we're all in that at the moment. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for coming on the show. We love to end with this fill in the blank statement. Well, actually, let me just ask it as a question because we used to have a fill in the blank question, fill in the blank statement. Now I feel like it's more of a question. So what is, mm. what is a lady alpha to you? Oh, I like this question. Um, a lady alpha to me is someone that is owning who she is. That is taking responsibility for everything that business creates. And it's just really owning yeah totally so good so good thank you so much for coming on the show and of course we encourage you listening in to go share with either of us about what you heard in this episode we love to hear that put a review on itunes we want to get these conversations out to more women so um thanks for coming on the show lady it was such a pleasure to get to chat with you Thank you. You're welcome. Love being on here. Yeah, so much fun. Thanks, ladies, for tuning in, and we will chat to you in the next episode.